I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the KSL Greenhouse. Expert tips for flowers, trees, gardens, and soil. Our hosts are Maria Chaleos and Ton Bettis on KSL News Radio. Good morning and welcome into the KSL Greenhouse. I can hear the sigh from uh, Greenhouse listeners out there. Why did we get this guy for a second week? That was unexpected. <laughs> Maria Chaleos, uh, last time I looked on Bettis, is actually still on the cruise ship. I think she was uh, taking a gondola ride through Venice yesterday. Where are you? We're, we're not hearing you there for some reason. Yeah, that headset is not working. Um Anyway, uh, over the next couple of hours, see if see if we can throw that uh, headset for Ton here, and we'll figure out the technology on the other side of it. No. Uh, Brian's got the plan of the week, so we'll keep him on. Okay, <laughs> Brian, can we hear you? No. Yep. All right, we may have uh, a couple of uh, technology issues here as we get things started. I'll tell you what, though, we are on location down in Santaquin today, and there's a hidden garden tour that's going on. But, boy, have we got a real treat for you this morning because we're sitting in the research garden for Olson Greenhouse, Olson's Greenhouse, that has never been open to the public before, which we're going to be telling you more about. And uh, the street taco food truck has uh, just pulled into position, which means uh, there's going to be a lot of fun here as we arrived and looked at all of these beautiful flowers that are on display for everybody to see. Uh, I was told yesterday they had 400 people uh, that came through this location, but there are other locations of the Hidden Garden Tour that are going on today that we'll be sure to tell you about. I don't get down, I'll be honest, I don't get down to this uh, end of the valley all that often. And when I do, I'm usually blasting through from Salt Lake City down to to, uh, southern Utah somewhere or beyond, headed down to Las Vegas for a Raider game or something, and have never taken the opportunity to pull off on Main Street in Santa Quinn and just enjoy this beautiful corner of the valley. But with all of the precipitation we've received over the last uh, several months, this is just the the, uh, hillsides are just popping with green colors. And so you uh, use that as the backdrop for all of these flowers that are here at the uh, research garden for uh, Olson's Greenhouse. And uh, it, it really is uh, spectacular. Testing. There's Tom Bettis. We're here. Yeah. Um, so have you ever been down here before? I've driven past the uh, location and seen it through the fence, but it's one of those things that you know it's a testing garden, so you don't want to just barge in. Right. 
Uh, and uh, right across the street is a baseball park. I was going to park where you did, but then I read the sign that said, beware, there are flying objects like uh, foul balls that may break windshields. So well, If I see a baseball team show up, I'll run over and we'll uh, move the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, explain what's going on here today. This is going to be a lot of fun. Well, the Hidden Garden Tour is a tour that's been going on for several years and it raises money for charities. You know, all the the proceeds go to charity. But you can come down to Southern Utah County, which I think is an underutilized area as far as landscaping and just the beauty of it, and see. I think eight homes that have beautiful landscapes. A lot of them are water-wise. A lot of them have very unique features in the homes. It's a very popular tour. I think uh, Kenton Nelson mentioned they had between three and 400, 400 people, people, 400 people, people said show yesterday. up yesterday. And so it's one of those things that there's a lot of volunteer effort, a lot of efforts that go into putting this on. And the biggest reward is for the general public to where they can come and see these homes and they can get some really good ideas about landscaping, and they can also um, just get some good ideas on how to maybe save some water and do some different things in their yard. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the gardens that we have open here, this is Brian with Olson's Greenhouse. Good morning, Ton. And it's, it's just a beautiful sight to see, and we've opened it because of the Hidden Garden Tour this year. And so we're one of the stops, and we're actually a check-in garden on the southernmost point of the Hidden Garden Tour. So you can come here and get your map to all the other gardens uh, and, and see what's going on in southern Utah County for the tour. But as well, you can also take a look and vote on your favorite flower combinations. That's what we need the public's help with this year. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that, too, because uh, we didn't know that any of that was going to be going on. But you talk about a research uh, garden for you guys at Olson's. This is a chance for you to kind of get right where the rubber meets the road. With we've told people in the past that your uh, flowers are available at Home Depot, and here's an opportunity for even your vendors to come out and decide which colors they like. Exactly. What we do here is we bring new genetics. There's breeders working on flower varieties all the time, and we find those all over the world and meet with those breeders and see what they're working on. And then we'll bring a new variety back here into the trial gardens in Utah to see how they perform in our climate. We want to make sure when something's new and introduced, it might be a beautiful color at first sight, but it may not perform well in our, in our high light, in our dry humidity. Uh, and so we want to make sure that it's going to thrive in people's yards as they purchase them from Olson's Greenhouse through Home Depot, Walmart, and Costco. Well, and that's the great thing about this is you are doing your own trialing, and a lot of these plants will be here for several years before they ever make it to the public. And one thing about your product is you have actually tested it locally for a long time to make sure that it does well, but a lot of other you know, locations or growers are not, they don't have that privilege to do that, and they have to rely on whatever salesman told them, hey, this plant is good. Well, it might do fine in Missouri, but we don't know here for sure, and you do that work to ensure that everything thrives in our local climate. Exactly. We want to make sure flowers are going to perform great. And in addition to that, this year at the Trial Gardens, we've brought in over 300 different combinations of different plant or, or flowers that worked well together, different colors and different shapes. Uh, we brought those combinations, put them together. We have 300 combo planters out here, 
And what we want is for the public to come in and look at them and vote what their favorite is. Here's what I found amazing. They were telling us uh, when we arrived that uh, none of these are available in stores right now. Right. 300 of them are sitting here, but the, at least these combinations Correct. of colors aren't available anywhere. Right. We do combos every year, but we're always trying to tinker and look around for what new colors are going to be hot, what's going to work well together, what's going to look good on your front, uh, front porch or back patio. And so, and we've got different, we've got black petunias mixed in here, all sorts of new and phenomenal looking flowers, but then we want to see how they play together and see what grows well together. And so we've got sprinkler flags uh, doppling the landscape out here where people voted yesterday, and we'd like a a lot more votes today. If you join the Hidden Garden Tour, go to hiddengarden.org and purchase your tickets and come to the Olson's Greenhouse Trial site the southernmost site, and vote for your favorite combinations down here. Did I hear that your house is actually on this one this year? It is. I wanted to to show how all these beautiful flowers look in a landscape setting as well. So I have a lot of flowers, Tim. (laughs) I've seen the pictures. I know. Is that an understatement? (laughs) Um, Ton, you had a flower you wanted to talk about today. I don't know what you two finally decided. We called an all audible, and we're going to let Brian talk about this one, Kufia. Yeah, our plant of the week is Kufia. Uh, which is an underutilized annual um, in Utah, I think. And but the cool thing is, there's new fire or new uh, breeding going on all the time with it. Kufia is great because it's a pollinator attractor. It attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, and um, it's drought tolerant. Uh, so a beautiful, wonderful plant, and it provides a a little pop of color. Whether you've flipped your strip, and you've got a drought, a water-wise parking strip, or you just have a xeriscape and you're looking for color. Kufia is a great way to go for an annual, and we have new varieties that haven't been released yet here in the trial gardens that we'd love you to see and see what's coming down the pike. Where are those? Because I would like to take I'll bring one, one up. Or... I'll bring one up in just a minute. Okay. They're right there. Can you see them? <laughs> in the middle of the 300 pots we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, Ton, there were other things you wanted to talk about today on the show. Just give everybody a little preview of what's coming up in the other hours. Well, we've got several things coming up, and we're kind of playing things by ear a little bit with the yeah. Hidden Garden Tour. But we, this is another audible. I want to talk a little bit about Greater Peachtree Borer because it is time to spray that. We had and calls about that last week. We did. We've already got one on the line today. And then we will also talk about maintaining and uh, the summer maintenance of flower beds, and since we have Brian here, who's an expert. So those will be some things coming right. up. That's awesome. And the phone lines are going to be open. You mentioned John is already on the line in Riverton, so we'll talk to John, and he does want to talk about peach board today. Uh, here's the number, 801-575-8255. If you're in uh, Utah County, 470-5751. Davis and Weber County, 670-5751. Tell everybody the easiest way to find us here uh, Brian, if they're coming in north or south, I guess they just take the uh, can, Santa Quin Main Street exit. You can take the, either exit in Santa Quin. There are two, um, but the Main Street is the easiest to get here. And uh, just head out, head, head out west about 10 blocks. Um, but we're basically at 350 west, um, 200 south. Yeah, real easy to find. I was a little worried about it, but uh, Santa Quin's not that big of a place. No. no. How, how many years have we uh, talked about me actually coming down here to see some of this? Uh, and this is what it took to get me here this weekend. Looking forward to it. I'm glad Maria's out of town, so I get this treat today. Oh, she would have loved this with all just the 
new flowers that are on the market yet, just the beauty of the whole thing. And we're going to feed you along the way, too. Uh, as I mentioned, the street taco truck is here. You said there was other food items that are on their way? we got a churro truck coming, too. Oh, well, that'll uh, get the crowd here. All right, so let's take our first break. We'll come back in just a minute, get some phone calls in here, and tell you more as best we can describe it. But let me tell you, it's pretty hard to describe uh, how beautiful this is. And if you get the opportunity to come by, it'll be a lot of fun for you and whoever else in your family loves flowers today on the KSL Greenhouse. So stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the KSL Greenhouse. Pleasure, as always, to uh, have you listening out there. Tim Hughes in for Maria Chaleos today, along with Tom Bennis, horticulturist from Utah State University. Brian Lloyd is going to be here. This is always a treat when Brian's along, because if anybody has any questions about uh, varieties of flowers, uh, he's the guy to answer those questions. And uh, today we're going to need that, Tom, because there's some varieties out here that maybe you haven't seen before. Yeah, I mean, the species out there... They do change over time a little bit, but you have so many new introductions on the varieties and cultivars that it's honestly really hard to keep up with all the latest and greatest because what was popular 10 years ago, you know, right now is outmoded and there's better varieties that will flower more. They're more heat or disease resistant. So there's just a lot of things out there that are just new that is really fun to come see because a lot of the stuff isn't on the market yet but will be in the near future and we'll get brian in here to talk about it throughout the next couple of hours uh, about why these new varieties are bred here it's it's funny to hear you say that like oh the white petunia is so passe that was 2022 uh <laughs> well i you know it's been a long time but with my garden center experience when we would bring in annuals and perennials white flowers sat huh and they just didn't sell and they'd be the last thing on the tables but i was talking to kenton and brian and some of the others it seems like that the white flowers right now are just really popular mm. and so it's funny how these change over time like bell bottom jeans are yes. coming back <laughs> yes <laughs> all right uh john and riverton let's get you in here uh, i should tell everybody while uh, we listen to john talk to john and hopefully answer his questions that all the other lines are open right now if you want to get in with us that's uh, 801-575-8255 john what's going on with your peach tree so thanks for taking my call uh, long time listener and uh, i uh was thinning peaches the other day and noticed that uh, the telltale gummy signs are, are present there. And instead of it being on the trunk, um, now it's kind of spread into the smaller wood and some of the branches. And I'm wondering, um, in the past, I've, I've put on an external spray um, and tried to do that fairly religiously to 
try to keep the boars at bay. This is an older tree. It's it's over 15 years old. And I'm just wondering um, uh, what's going to be the most effective way to try to help uh, keep this thing going or do I just do the uh, the prune at the base and, and take care of it that way? Well, um, you do I need wanna... to maintain yeah. the tree as far as the borer. And if that gumming is not right at the base, I'm suspicious that you may have something else going on, like Cytospora or maybe, maybe Pseudomonas mm. canker. And the way you could tell is if you can carefully get some of that gum and the sap off of there, if there isn't a borer channel underneath there, and especially if the tissue is turned brown or almost black, that would indicate Cytospora, which is very bad in certain years. Oh. Uh, so, um, unfortunately, the only way you get Cytospora out of a tree is to cut it out with a knife and that's not you know it's not wonderful for the tree but it's better than letting it spread so i what i would do is just if you would do an internet search of usu extension and cytospora and it's spelled c-y-t-o-s-p-o-r-a and so usu and cytospora I suspect that's what you would have going on, but it, you do need to check that there isn't bore, there are not borer holes under those other where you see the gumming. But if it's higher up in the trunk, it's usually Cytospora. Oh, excellent! I guess that's not really excellent, excellent but it's just it something is. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of what we just talked about would be excellent, but no. Yeah. No, but right. I will mention on the Greater Peachtree Borer, USU has those spray dates out, and you can download those for your locations if you just do another internet search of USU and pest or press lab fruit updates subscription. Uh, you can get those for free. We don't share your emails with anybody, but that's a free service USU offers. And we've had questions on sprays for the greater peach tree borer and the only one registered for homeowners officially is something like captain jack's dead bug brew or other products mm-hmm. containing the same active ingredient as spinosad the drawback to that even though it's organic or nearly organic is that you have to spray weekly to where there's another spray called 38 plus that the label's kind of fuzzy, but there's several universities, or at least I know of a few universities recommending it, just spraying the trunk and lower limbs. But you'll have to read the labels on those and decide for yourself on what you want to do. Okay. All hey, right, John. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Uh, we appreciate it. And that will clear a line at 801-575-8255. We need to break for news at the half hour. Uh, we'll get to some of your text questions, too. You can always do that uh, by just reaching out to us on the text line, 57500. I know you want to talk about grubs, too. We had one call last week, somebody asking us if it was too late to uh, go after grubs with, uh, you know, the chemicals. But, uh Actually, the timing's probably It's about good. right. It's been cool enough that they're a little delayed, but we're noticing that they're starting to become active. All right. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up and how you go about battling it. Uh, but uh, we'll also get to your text lines. I see we've got a question about a hot wings maple. 
Um, and real quick, give people information on where they can get uh, details for the garden tour today because the weather is spectacular. Yes, and so if you'll go to the website, hiddengarden.org, so hiddengarden.org, you can purchase tickets there. I think you can show up and also purchase tickets, but it gives a list of all the homes, and then it gives you the check-in sites where to get your maps and things. And so hiddengarden.org, and all the proceeds of this actually go to local charities, and so it's a great thing to have a nice Saturday. It's cooler today, and I just encourage people to come out. We're in Santa Quin at the Olson's Garden Research Garden, which has never been open to the public, and it is beautiful. 300 potted plants here for you to take a look at, these beautiful colors and combinations. We'll tell you more about it with Brian Lloyd coming up. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.